The Christian O'Connell Breakfast Show, Melbourne's Gold 104.3. So me, Jack and Bats, we've been going through some of our personal moments that we think are the big moments of the last decade. Because you might not be aware of it, it is the end of the decade at the end of this year. Next year, we start a brand new decade. But just in two and a bit months, it's the end of this decade. And how are we going to be remembering it? What are we going to tell ourselves about the uh, the last ten years? For me, personally, I'm going to have to take you back to January the 10th, 2016. I was starting my old breakfast show. It was a Wet. January for us is not is not summertime. It's the worst month of the year. It's cold. It's grey. It's dark. And around about quarter to seven uh, in the morning, I was doing my breakfast show, and I saw I was just looking on social media, and I saw that there were rumours coming out that David Bowie had died, and. It was a huge shock, and I realised we played a lot of David Bowie. We do hear we play way more on that station. He was a huge icon for my audience, and a lot of people, right? People loved David Bowie. And suddenly I was aware that I was going to be given... People were going to be waking up, turn the radio on, and being really, really upset. No one knew he was ill. He didn't make a big deal out of it. Hardly any people he even worked with and were recording his last album, Black Star, didn't realise he was dying of cancer. And Black mm. Star is about him transforming into a black star, which is uh, returning to the cosmos as the infinite. And for someone who was a star man, I think there's something very profound about that. So it wasn't just his last album, it was him talking about what he hoped for himself in the beyond, which is pretty cool for someone like David Bowie. But the reason why so many, me included, love David Bowie, David Bowie changed music, art and fashion. Before David Bowie, no one else played with gender roles on stage. Whichever your favourite David Bowie was, and there were many, he made some people feel a bit less alone. And I know there are a lot of people now who are really coming into their own with, with who they are as a person and what gender they are and how they want to be defined on their terms. David Bowie was someone who was doing that a long, long time ago. But the big thing as well is just a great music as well. Have a listen to this. I found this the other day. Starman. I know we love isolated vocals. Check this out. There's a starman waiting in the sky. He'd like to come and meet us, but he thinks he'd blow our minds. There's a starman waiting in the sky. He's told us not to blow it, cause he knows it's all worthwhile. He told me, let the children lose it. Let the children use it. Let all the children boogie. That's amazing. Mm. I uh, remember interviewing uh, Coldplay, and it's one of their recent albums. There's a lot of collaborations on there, and it was just like Beyonce and Jay-Z. It's all the world's biggest artists, because it's Coldplay, the one that builds mm. world's biggest bands. I said, does anyone actually say no to you? He went, yeah, only one person, David Bowie. <laughs> and he said he sent him this song, and uh, David Bowie replied within an hour. And it's like an email. He's trying to go, it's not for me. It's not one of your best ones. Oh, well. <laughs> Go back oh, to the drawing board. How bad would you feel, right, with your Chris <laughs> Martin or any any artist, whether or not you like Coldplay and Chris Martin, it doesn't matter. But David Bowie says no to you as well. <laughs> it, it, it's the only artist who can actually say no. It's not one of your best ones. And Chris Martin said he was right. It was terrible. We never, ever recorded it. It was an absolute oh, wow. stinker. It was just awful that it had to be told by David <laughs> Bowie. That, that one absolutely sucks. Yeah, so that, for me, it was a year of... Mm. Prince, you were talking about yes. this the day on the show. He was like six months later. It was Horrible a year, year of these amazing artist Leonard Cohen I think there was that mm. year as well but the, that for me was the first one and I remember being on air and I didn't know what to do and so we did the last hour of the show we played nothing but David Bowie songs there were so many different 
eras and decades and different yeah. tone and stuff like that. But we'd only let people call in if they could tell us a story about why that song meant something to you. And there were people calling in who got taken to see him as kids. Now they're adults with their own teenage kids who recently gone to see in the last couple of years, David Bowie as well. Oh, so timeless. Yeah, for me, it'd be the, the passing of David Bowie. That was a big one for this decade, uh, losing someone. If I had to sum him up in one word, it's an overused word, but it's an icon, David Bowie. The Christian O'Connell Breakfast Show, Melbourne's Gold 104.3. This week on the show, we're giving a heads up. At the end of this year, it's not just the end of 2019, it's the end of this decade, which is crazy. I kind of like, I don't think any of us have really realised, which is no. sort of bubbling mm. along and everyone's busy in their lives and one year goes into another year and next year we're just excited because 2020 sounds kind of cool. It sounds like the future, <laughs> but it's a brand new decade. And so we're uh, this week, we're going through what we think are some of our personal big moments and how we think it's going to be defined the last 10 years. And when you look what's happened the last 10 years, Instagram, Instagram's yeah. been a huge thing which has changed lives for the better and uh, challenging in some ways as a father of two teenage daughters <laughs> who are... Literally 90% Instagram. <laughs> How they take a photo now, it's all those poses they do. It's yeah. a real, it's a battle at times. And I like Instagram. I've only got onto it since mm. uh, jo uh, moving here. Mm -hmm. I actually like Instagram, right? I think it's great. However, it has changed everything and not necessarily for the good. You feel like sometimes you're not actually experiencing the world around us. You're filtering it through a lens. Yes. And it's more about capturing the photo and you lose being in the moment. The moment How yeah. often do you see, I've done it before when we were going sightseeing around Victoria, you pull over and it's people with selfie sticks everywhere. But they've <laughs> got to put their mug into the photo. You know, we're the generation that saw photos and thought there's something missing from these photos. Oh yes, yeah, my big face in it. You know, it's, it's a <laughs> yeah, very... The photo came secondary. Yes, yeah. that's it. It's the backdrop. Mm. It's like, no, no, that, that's mm. it. Yeah. Be it, consume it. Don't, you, don't need yes. to, you don't need to Breathe put it... Breathe it in. Yeah, and it must be so hard now for musicians as well because everyone starts filming concerts on your phone and you're like, yes. it's dark. What are you going to do with this grainy footage? <laughs> anyway, the other big thing as well, so obviously, is the assassination of Bin Laden. Uh, that yes. was, can you believe that was the last 10 years? Yeah, Doesn't well. it feel like longer ago? Yeah. And that wasn't even Trump. At first I thought, oh yeah, that must have been Trump that ordered that. The other thing for me is someone who's a pop culture junkie was the return of Star Wars. As someone who grew up with Star Wars, loved those movies, and then they got they just basically got, got ruined as George Lucas lost his quality control and mm. Jar Jar Binks came into it. The return and the triumphant return of Star Wars in the last couple of weeks, the four, that year, sorry, and Force Awakens and great moments like this in cinema between Luke and Kylo Ren. And when I killed you, I will have killed the last Jedi. Every word of what you just said was wrong. I will not be the last Jedi. Uh, that gives me the feels. Mm. The trailers just come out last week for the new Star Wars Swear. movie, and mm. it is incredible. The last yeah. three seconds now will move many of you to tears. It's, it's, it's an Oscar itself, how they've done the new trailer. It looks great. So, But you're looking at me blank face. You're not, you didn't obviously grow I up did, in Star I did, Wars. I did see Force Awakens. I have not seen all of did the you originals. Because you've been coming to it fresh, so you haven't got mm. that sort of backstory Yeah, No, I did see, when I was a kid, I did see the originals, but I didn't see, after Jar Jar Binks, oh. I didn't. God. See any of the new ones after see, that? I like Jar Jar Binks. I no, thought he was Pats. cute. Oh, see, I thought no. he was universally hated. Yes. Yeah, I know he is. But There's I Pats like versus the world. <laughs> and I put my money on Pats. I put my money on you, Pats. You can adopt him like a pet that nobody wants. <laughs> well, that dog Presley is roughly the size of Jar Jar Binks. The Christian O'Connell Breakfast Show on Gold 104.3. This morning, I'm taking you through what I think are the big uh, talking points for me of the last decade as we reach the end of 2019. It's the end of this decade. Uh, we're looking to get yours as well. So if you want to email me, what do you think are the big talking points of the last 10 years? Christian at gold1043.com.
www.k1043.com.au. It can be political. It might be something personal to you. It might be something in music. It might be something in television. So many great Game of Thrones has come along and totally changed how TV can be made. 64 hours of a mm. big, epic George R. R. Martin, I interviewed him once, and he said his big thing when he kept writing the books was that he made them so big and unworldly, he never wanted them to end up on TV. Oh. And then someone worked out, no, 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 we can put them on TV. That should not have worked. Do you know they pitched it to HBO? The elevator pitch was uh, The Sopranos in Middle Earth. And they were like, oh, I'm not sure that, that about that. That does sound stinky when you say that. Yeah, it? That was the elevator pitch wow. from the two creators of it. The Sopranos in Middle Earth. If that was any of us, we'd go, no, thank you. I'm out at the phrase Middle Earth. 64 hours in Middle Earth. Those Lord of the Ring movies felt too long as it was. Anyway, so yeah, it might, it might be TV and it might be sport. Like sport is one of the big things for me in my life. But especially the UFC and the one guy who's come along and not many of you really probably knew much about UFC. Obviously, the last couple of years, it's become a very big big thing in Australia. And we were, we were there a couple of weeks ago seeing the Robert Whittaker fight at uh, Marvel Stadium. But for me, the guy who changed the UFC and put it from being a minority sport on back pages and was one of the guys responsible for turning it into a $5 billion industry is this man. It's the Irishman, Conor McGregor. There are so many people I know who didn't know much about UFC but know who Conor McGregor is. Of course, is. yeah. Now it's a strange kind of parody of a man, but... They said Muhammad Ali, when he beat um, Sonny Liston, there's that amazing shot of him it's like the, uh, of, uh, above the boxing room. He stood over uh, Sonny Liston, who was then seen as the baddest man in boxing, and Muhammad Ali would get his comeuppance. They called it the punch that shook the world. And for me, uh, our generation, for me, the punch that shook the world, it was a fight that lasted only 13 seconds. It was the only punch Conor McGregor threw, and it made him a millionaire and one of the world's biggest sports stars in a moment. It was that rare thing in sport where someone actually lives up to the hype. Have a listen to this. Here we go! Green trunks for the southpaw, the notorious Conor Gregor. Black trunks for the champion, Jose Aldo Jr. Conor, relax, smiling. Oh! That's it. 13 That's seconds. That's in real time. Wow. It's amazing. That's it. 13 <laughs> seconds. Is that a record? Yeah. yeah. Sidesteps him and counterpunches as he's coming in the perfect balance of power, precision and momentum. It's And he's, he face plants him. And I remember wow. watching it and here the great thing about UFC is it's always on like a Sunday afternoon at one o'clock. You go down the pub and have a few beers. Mm. I remember getting up at four in the morning and leaping going, hey guys, done it! <laughs> and then just hearing, hearing my wife on the floor going, be quiet down there! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that for me is one of the big for me as a UFC fight fan that was just about as exciting as it got for the yeah. UFC was Conor McGregor actually just one punch like a Bruce Lee moment uh, that, that's it for me in terms of big talking points for the decade if you want to let us know yours and um, we're, uh, we're, we're how long get some audio for yours as well and if you want to come on and call the show you can give us a call 94141043 or you can email me if you want whatever it is for you just tell me why though why does it mean something to you Christian at gold1043.com AU. Nothing from Jack about the highlights, of course, of the Bombers over the last 10 years. So, uh, <laughs> well, hopefully in the next couple of months, oh, before we get to the end of the oh, year, we'll be cleared of all the drug saga stuff. Actually, that'll be amazing. Let's hope so. No, it was a sad year for the sad decade for the Bombers. Very sad. Very sad. The Christian O'Connell Breakfast Show, Melbourne's Gold 104.3.